Hello and welcome to Go With The Energy Flow podcast. I'm Allie. And I'm Lynn. And our intention through this podcast is to deliver high vibe content that you can listen to whenever you want to learn something new, have fun, raise your vibration, or if you just need some support on your spiritual journey. So we're very excited to combine our two different perspectives and deliver some great insights to you all. So thank you so much for joining us. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. Uh, Today's episode is number seven, and we are going to be talking about feng shui. So this is super exciting. And uh, feng shui is just like all about clearing your home for abundance and, you know, welcoming in positive energy. So we're super excited about this episode. Yay. And um, so we're going to first talk about how to clear your home for abundance and like why it's important to do so. Um, So feng shui is a philosophy centered around bringing harmony to one's environment. So we know by now that everything is energy and it flows all around us. And we spend a decent amount of time in the home that we live in. So ensuring that these positive energies, like for example, vitality, peace, abundance can flow in is very critical. And we're influenced by our environment just as much as we influence it. And there's a lot of depth to like true feng shui, such as elements, directions, and colors for your specific birthday and whatnot. So um, this is just a disclaimer here. (laughs) This introduction or this episode will be an introduction to how to clear your space for abundance rather than like us going super in depth about feng shui and like talking about all the like the directions of every single room and like what every single room represents and all of that. So we're just kind of going to give you guys a brief little introduction and we hope that you can take away some like good nuggets, like to incorporate in your home even today. Yes, totally. So as you all know, cause me and Alec, you saying how everything in this universe is energy. So that also includes the, your space in your house as well. So what prevents good chi flow in a home? Um, just like in our bodies, stagnant energy can prevent flow in your home. And the key is to create a clear open space where energy can move freely. So things like the show about hoarders, you know that this is the complete opposite of how you want to attract abundance because clutter leads to procrastination and also prevents abundance and if you've seen a wealthy individual's home it's usually like very open clean organized and free of clutter um you want plenty of breathing room and light so fresh energy can flow in so when people always say like the first thing you need to do to be creative or to uh kind of not procrastinate is to get rid of any distractions um so get rid of the clutter that is kind of blocking that creative energy um that's the same with feng shui is that when you have clutter it kind of blocks that energy from flowing naturally in your house mm-hmm. and it's like a drain. i think of it like a clog in a drain it's like um all that clutter is just preventing all of this like new um abundant energy to kind of flow in it's just like a just a a block there. And so what are some practical tips to encourage this chi flow and more specifically abundance into your home? So like Lynn was saying, you can clear and clean your space. You can declutter and organize like every um, room of your house. A cluttered space cannot attract and keep the ener- the energy of abundance because clutter does represent the stuck energy as we were saying. So you can use like sage or palo santo with the intention to cleanse these lesser energies like 
lack. And you can also invite in these higher energies like abundance. So in feng shui, water and light are big wealth attractors. So fix like leaky faucets because they represent slow leaks in your finances. Keep the toilet seat down in the bathroom. Um, replace light bulbs that have burnt out. Have lids on all the trash cans. Um, fix any holes in the wall. Even like the small ones from maybe pens in the wall, just fix those because in feng shui, they believe that um, any holes is where like abundance is, is flowing out and like the same as a trash can like abundance is you know it's it's an open space and with like the water and the in the toilet you know you're flushing it and they believe that you're when the toilet seat is up and you flush it that you're you're flushing abundance like down the toilet basically is the is their belief so it's really interesting um but lynn do you want to mention like the um the three most important spaces in a, a home for feng shui yeah, for sure. So the three most important spaces are the front door or the entryway, um, your kitchen and the master bedroom. So creating a strong and inviting and orderly front door attracts wealth chi. So one thing you can do is clean the door and any windows surrounding it, get rid of old chipped pots lying around with dead plants, um, make sure open like make sure it's open without squeaking, have a bright, clean welcome mat and a clear walkway outside and inside. So like not having a bunch of shoes blocking the front door, um, making sure that your like welcome mat isn't like ripped and like all dirty. So those are some examples of what you can do to attract the wealth through your entryway. Um, also the kitchen is also the health center of the house for the family. So that makes sense. That's where all the cooking happens. And so you can have like the clean stove and actually cook nourishing food on it like at least a few times a week to attract that health chi that's in your home and using different burners to ensure that they get evenly used. Uh, make sure that the pantry is clean and organized. The fridge is well stocked with fresh food. Make sure the fridge is clean, not like, I don't know, 10 year old juice stuck to like the bottom of the fridge or something um, and remove clutter from the kitchen table as well I think like one of those things in my home particularly is me and my husband just throw everything on the kitchen table and it's just one of those like I don't know convenient places where you can just drop your keys or hang up your jacket so um, just make sure that you remove the clutter from your kitchen table to uh, make sure you have a clean and health health center, healthy health center. Um, and then the master bedroom is where you nurture yourself and live your innermost life. So you want, when you sleep, you are in a passive state and then you're kind of susceptible to absorbing the energies of this room. So ensure that it promotes calmness. This means removing clutter and anything that doesn't contribute to your rest and relaxation. So for most of us, this can mean moving or removing unnecessary electronics like your TV or your laptop, um, remove it from your bedroom and just keep it in the living room space or unplug it when you're not even using it. That's something else that you can do. Yes. And um, interestingly, the type of clutter that's under our bed and our mat in the master bedroom, it can contribute to blocks in our life since we're in this passive state while we sleep, like Lynn mentioned. Um, and so these objects around us all hold energy, like every object around us holds, holds energy, even our clothes. So for example, if you have shoes under your bed, then it could potentially make you feel like you're always moving. If you have luggage under your bed, you can make, it can make you feel like you are unrooted at home, like not at home. So it's recommended in feng shui to like clear the space underneath the bed if you can, 
and just um, really like declutter your your master bedroom to make sure that it's it's set up for sleeping. And somewhere I even read that that having books in your room um, because books are more of an active thing that you do can sometimes even disrupt your sleep um, depending on like you have them like right next to your bed. Um, obviously if you have just like one book in your nightstand, that's not going to disrupt your sleep. But if you have like your entire book collection in your room, they say that sometimes that can disrupt your sleep. Um, so here I am kind of just, um, <laughs> I have all of my books in my room. I have my TV in my room. I have a bunch of stuff under my bed. I was just telling Lynn this before we started recording and I'm like, well, <laughs> this small room is not doing me any good for feng shui in abundance. So that's so funny. Yeah. And like, even before recording, I was talking to Ali about how the last like week or two, um, I was really feeling kind of down because I recently lost my job and I wasn't in the mood to cook anything. I didn't even want to clean. So like my health and my home were kind of in shambles because I was just throwing everything everywhere and not making food at home. And I could feel the effects of how me not cooking and also just my house not being cleaned was affecting me physically as well. I was just like not in the mood to deal with it. So having that clean kitchen and cooking, nourishing food really does help your health center um, stay strong. And also having like a non-cluttered house full of like whatever takeout containers really makes that energy flow better and makes you feel better because like yesterday, or no, it was Friday that I started cleaning and like, I just felt so much better afterwards. Yeah. It's crazy how that happens. Like I'm, um, I'm moving out of my house and I'm like moving. I've been started. I've started to move things from under my bed and like, I kid you not, like I have slept better. I slept better last night for sure. Like I woke up early. I like went to go to see, to look at the sunrise, um, because this is my last week at my beach house. So <laughs> I'm trying to take advantage of it. And like, after moving some of that stuff, um, underneath my bed, I slept so much better and was able to get up like super early and go watch the sunrise and like, and be really productive today. So I'm going to test it out the rest of this week. I'm going to move, um, the remaining things under my bed and see if I sleep better. So that's really cool. And like, it's like the opposite of like, say you're moved. There's some people who, um, I don't know, everything's just everywhere because they're getting ready to move. So like there's boxes everywhere. They're trying to decide if they want to take some things with them or leave it or throw it out or something and so like sometimes that's why people say moving is very stressful because everything's so disorganized and um there's just a lot of clutter that's happening at the time exactly exactly yeah. and there's like there's so many like um like when we do get our our homes in order and we declutter and all of these things we can add certain like symbols to our home to encourage this these um this wealth chi so do you want to talk about some of the the wealth symbols yeah for sure so um earlier ali was saying how water was a symbol of wealth so having like flowing fountains or even pictures of waterfalls oceans or rivers um that's a symbol of wealth and then crystals like citrine pyrite clear quartz or amethyst um an aquarium or symbols of fish is another one and like colors like gold uh purple which is like a symbol for royalty green is abundance and red is power um also vibrant lush alive plants like 
bamboo, jade plants specifically, that sort of stuff, and the element wood as well. Yeah, and then also um, mirrors. So mirrors bring more light and active energy into a space. And this is important to remember that um, try not to have mirrors in the bedroom because they can actually contribute to poor sleep quality and stress. And I have had a mirror in my bedroom like since I was born probably. <laughs> like I always, I, I mean, it's crazy because um, recently I took one of my other, I had two mirrors. I had like a full length one and a smaller one. And I took like the, the smaller one out and I do feel more rested in my room. It's just like, it's crazy how I'm like making all these connections now mm -hmm. to all of, um, while I'm moving. That's so funny. No. Okay. So a little thing about me, I'm like one of the biggest chickens ever. Like I get scared very easily. <laughs> so, um, when I was younger, my parents were watching the movie Candyman. Um, and ever since I see snippets of that movie. I couldn't have mirrors in my room anymore. So since I was young, I've never slept with a mirror in my room. No way. That's awesome. Look, you're doing feng shui and not even knowing it. Thanks, parents, for showing me a, sh a scary movie. <laughs> yes, seriously. And so, like, yeah, I, I don't like mirrors at nighttime. So that's just one of those weird things about me. <laughs> well, it's a good thing for your for your feng shui. I gotta I gotta take my mirror out. Well, my in my new room, I'm not gonna have a mirror, so mm -hmm. it's just weird having one like all your life. And then maybe I need to watch Candyman. <laughs> <laughs> don't watch it. It's like I'm just kidding. I don't like scary movies. So. <laughs> I can't watch scary movies. Like they're terrifying. It's it's a sensitive person thing. It really is. Like we um because we think about it and like let it ruminate. Yeah, and like it just sticks with you and lingers, and I'm just like, oh, I can't deal with it. So like, I like romantic comedy movies. <laughs> Same. <laughs> oh my god, we're, off. we're we always get off topic. Sorry, guys, but <laughs> yeah. okay. it, it was kind of related. <laughs> um, but the the remaining like wealth symbols and feng shui are like a laughing Buddha, and you see that a lot. Like I see that a lot in people's houses. And um, also like a wind chime. And the wind chime is supposed to like disperse energy using the sound waves. And another thing, I know a lot of like the spiritual community is super into this, but like creating a sacred space or an altar for wealth energy. So like we can decorate with things valuable of wealth, like um, crystals or plants or something like that. So um, Lynn, do you have like a altar in your, or do you have an altar or a sacred space that you have? Yes, so I have a meditation room, which I also do Reiki in. So it's like my in-home Reiki studio. And oh, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. And, uh, in the corner of the room, I have like this bench where like all my crystals, diffusers, uh, incense, like oracle cards, like everything is on this one bench in the corner. So yeah. That is super cool. So like right now, I only have a bookshelf, so I'm going to come move in and then... <laughs> come, come. I would love to have you here. <laughs> we have a sacred space. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of those things where, I don't know, um, I have a house that's too big for two people, so I just filled it with stuff and then it ended up being my sacred space, which I am now in love with. It's like, honestly, as soon as I walk in that room, though, I can just feel my energy levels change because just so much spirituality, spiritual practices has happened in that room. So, yeah. And like, and the energy is just like kind of resonant in that, in that room, which is so cool. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah. And like going off of that, you think about like a, a place like that's so sacred like that and then versus 
um, somewhere where you feel like you might have a lot of tension. Like maybe this is the kitchen for some people, like they don't like cooking and they always, or maybe they always get in um, conflict with their significant others in the kitchen. And there's a lot of like anger resonant um, energy kind of floating around. And like, that's why it's super important to, to um, use these practices to like clear the energy out and the clutter and the, um, and the objects in the room that are holding like this, maybe an energy of um, anger or negative energy. Yeah. And it's like, I think one of the things that I remember is when I was in university, I was looking for apartments and some of the apartments gave off really weird energies. Like you can, you get a really weird vibe when you're looking at places. And Mm -hmm. then like there was some that was like, Oh, this feels really nice. Like this feels like my home or something like that. And I think one of the times I went and looked for an apartment, it gave me a very creepy vibe. And then I later found out that the place was like part of the Halifax explosion. The people died in that building and it was crazy. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like it just held that energy for, for however long. Wow. Like I think it was like almost or a little over a hundred years at that point. So yeah, like the energy stuck there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They need to do some sage, saging up in that. <laughs> it was a really creepy apartment. Like really creepy. Oh man. Yeah. And it's crazy how some um, aren't really sensitive to the energies, but then they can like move in and they're like, why am I always tired? Like they blame it on other things versus like the environment they're in. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's crazy. Like how, like when you really think about it or when you reflect about it, that there are things in your home or your like living space that can really drain your energy. Like for example, laptops in the bedroom or TVs in the bedroom. Like mm-hmm. I sleep watching anime every single night, but I never feel like I'm fully rested. Yep. Uh, Same. So, yes. I, I have my, um, my TV unplugged because I actually don't, I live in a, I was just telling them this. I live in a very, very um, not up to code beach apartment because I'm doing like a month to month rent rent um I, I guess I'm not even on a contract is what I'm trying to say so I didn't sign anything to live here I'm just literally on a month-to-month um um rent agreement with this with a family friend so it's like I literally don't have an outlet in my room so it's not really safe for me to keep all my appliances plugged in so I every time I go to sleep I unplug all my appliances except for my salt lamp so that's the only thing that keep that stays plugged in um because it helps with like the mold in the air and I definitely need that if I'm going to be at like a moldy beach apartment with carpets and all that. So <laughs> you're selling the place so well. I know I really am. No, they're, they're doing a lot of renovations and that's why I'm moving out. So, um, hopefully it'll be a little bit less moldy for the next, the new tenants. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like sometimes I see your pictures that you post on stories like of the beach and it looks absolutely beautiful. Yes. And it's like the location is amazing, but the apartment mm, could be better. But you know, I, I traded that. I traded the convenience for like the, the luxury um, of the, the, or the non-luxury of the apartment. (laughs) No, it's still, it has its charm. Like Ali just sent me a picture of her room and it's really like, it has a really cute charm to it. Oh, thank you. it's definitely very light and bright for sure yeah it really is like I it's really really cute and really does look like a beach house that's the thing like yeah it's like old and um it's very dated I think this house was built in like the 1930s so I've done a lot of staging in here 
<laughs> I've done a lot of like clearing the space. Um, and especially after I worked at my corporate job, I cleared the space really well because I, every day I'd come home, I'd be kind of, I'd be in a little bit of a frustrated mood. And like every time I'd walk through the doorway, I would kind of be in that frustrated, like, I don't want to do anything mood. Mm-hmm. So like after I quit my, my corporate job, I, I really cleansed like the doorways. Like I went, um, one of the things with like cleansing is you, you, you probably do this too, but like you, you take the sage or the um, Palo Santo and you trace the, the doorway around yeah. and you like, and, and I usually just say like anyone who enters, enters or exits, exits the space is like cleansed of all of lesser energies and infused with like positive energies, like abundance, joy or whatnot. Yeah. And also like, I really focus on the corners of the like room. So like corner walls, because that's where like energy or stuck energy likes to hide is in corners as well. Totally. In dark spaces. So clear those closets. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Like, oh, you're making me think of an anime right now. I don't know. (laughs) We're nerded out today, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. But yeah. So like, it's super important to remember that when you're incorporating like back to back to feng shui when you're incorporating colors and like symbols to attract wealth and good energy that your home still speaks to you and that these symbols won't work as well if they don't speak to you so if you really dislike the color red but you choose like red walls you're not going to be happy you're kind of going to be like look at it and be like ick so like make sure yeah, like make sure you're still doing stuff that aligns with what you like and what your values are. So you can choose your favorite color instead of the color like red and ensure that your home is still inviting and fun and rather than sterile or something like a place you don't really enjoy being in. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, no, for sure. Like sometimes I like, I think it was my parents like second house, they wanted me to pick this color that was very neutral and I wanted to like this purple color that was really pretty mm-hmm. and then for my bedroom and I hated going to my bedroom because I was like this is like the ugliest mm-hmm. color ever yeah <laughs> and then and that energy is just like perpetuating you know like every time you work walk in your room you're like oh this color stinks you know yeah so like something like small like that it does really like affect you mm-hmm. yeah and like and that's what like the um the point of these wealth symbols are it's like if they bring you joy incorporate them in your home because it's like you're magnifying the intention of that and all these people have put these wealth symbols in their home and that's like magnifying the intention of it even more so if you if you have like joy surrounding the object it's like you know it's just it's more um aligned with like with the the abundant and the joy and the wealth so yeah. no. intention is everything for sure for sure and it's like if you don't like fish don't get an aquarium full of a hundred fishes because you will not enjoy it. And it's like one of those things, it's like you don't have to do everything that we just listed off. Like you can just incorporate a couple things that really speaks to you and it'll have the same effect. So yeah. Totally. And like when I was researching um, feng shui last year a little bit, I had, when I was still at my corporate job at my desk, I had it like set up for um, abundance. And like I had it set up where, the bamboo, I believe like for a desk, if the bamboo plant or you have like a bamboo plant or some kind of plant in the left cor- upper upper left corner, 
is really good for inviting like abundance into your life. And then like in the bottom right corner is where you have your phone and that's like for communication. And it's, if you look up online, if you Google like desk for feng shui, there's like a visual representation of all of the things on your desk that you could, you could, um, or how you can set up your desk for like flow and abundance and, um, like all these great energies into your life. And I feel like it really worked. It, um, I felt like I, I was inviting like better energy into my office. Um, after I, I set my, actually set my entire office up like that too. Like, cause they have all these diagrams online about how like the directional, I believe you were just talking about directions, right? Lynn, like where you, if your bed is, um, some kind of like Southeast or Southwest or something. <laughs> so yeah, they, but if you look it up online, like you can find out like all of these different directions, like we're not going to go into that because we're not experts in the topic, but if you Google, um, you can find out like all of these, these, um, different directions and like colors and, um, things you want to invite into your life and how to set up your, your space for them. Yeah, no. And there's like bunches of books out there as well, where like it gives you tips on how to, um, create a very inviting space for the energy flow as well. So there's like so many resources out there. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's really fun to read about. It is. It's fun. And it's, it's cool to like, to do it yourself and like see what, what comes, you know what I mean? <laughs> like if you have, um, if you start clearing your environment out and if you, you feel like lighter and all of that. So yeah. no, totally. Like it's super, it's super fun. And you, you definitely feel it like pretty much instantly. So, mm -hmm. and with that, that's a wrap. Lynn and I are, um, we actually had a little, um, podcast. We, we already recorded another podcast episode today. So I think our, brain capacity is like dwindling right now you guys can probably tell <laughs> so we're, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this episode up and we're so we're so happy that you guys listened to this and we hope that you took some insight from it and we hope that you will clear your space this weekend and especially because it is the new year and it was just the Chinese new year so we want to make sure that you guys are clearing your space and inviting and allowing space for all this like abundance to flow in and yeah no for sure and so with that thank you for joining us today guys and hope you have a great day bye